hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Jay, your co-host and editor for the Bro Loren Podcast. And today I wanted to take a moment and tell you about our sponsor, Anchor, one of the top tier streaming platforms that you can go to launch your very own podcast and to go to just listen and see from your own podcast for Spotify, as well as YouTube, and upload to any other platform that you need. Go ahead and go with Anchor, because they'll get you just right. How's it going? My name is Jay. I'm Eric. And we are, we don't have a name yet. We'll figure it out. It's one of those things you throw at the last second. So now we're going to have a couple of different topics. Uh, it's going to get serious. It's going to get fun. Might talk about games. It's going to get boozy. It's super boozy. I'm not saying we're drinking alcohol. It's just going to be a boozy night. It's going to be a boozy night. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we'll start telling each other. Telling the audience, not each other. I ain't telling you nothing. I'll <laughs> tell you anything. What you want to know? All right, so uh, my name's Jay. Um, words are hard in front of a camera. Yeah, it so is. my name's Jay. I went to Stephen F. Austin. Look <laughs> I ain't looking at <laughs> So my name's Jay. I went to Stephen F. Austin State University. I met Eric in, was it sixth grade? Uh, yeah, it was sixth grade. Sixth grade. And we met through like a Pokemon. What game was that? Ruby or Sapphire? Or was it Fire Red? It was all of the above. It was one of the Game Boy ones. I know that for a fact. No, it was the DS. It was DS? We had DS in sixth grade? Damn, oh shit. Yeah. All right. It was a DS because... Because the... uh, I got uh, it for Thanksgiving the year before. And Pokemon Diamond, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Pokemon Diamond had released it. And I got it for Thanksgiving. And that's when I was in elementary, in sixth grade. Because we right. met in sixth grade, and we were just like, hey, hey like you Pokemon, Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Pokemon. Hey, let's trade. And then we've been friends since then. We went to different colleges, but we stayed to the same middle school and high school. Yeah. So. We didn't really talk much. Though. Not much. Nah. <laughs> well, we were in, like, the same class towards, like, senior year of high school, though. Because we had uh, academic no, decathlon. That was the only thing. You were in there? Yeah, I was in there. Oh, yeah. See, but you, squad. Had, you had, like, your group of friends. Yeah, you had your group. I, I feel kind of lonely in there. What do you mean? You were, like, still, though, you were in IB, though. So. Yeah, but no one in IB was in academic decathlon. Well, not... Ross Ross was. Yeah, and I only... That was, but he had... He was with, like, his group of Oh, yeah, because he did debate with us, too. Yeah. And, okay, you know, okay. So I, I felt kind of left out in that class. It's okay, it's okay. I felt left out, too, because... Nah, bro, y'all were all, like... <laughs> we're just cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I went to the t- the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, no. I... no. No. <laughs> a man can have dreams. <laughs> he can hope. He can hope. I don't even know how I ended up in there, but I was in there for like a semester and I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> no, we're not doing that anymore. How long were you in it? I think I was in it. It was just one year, one semester because I was really doing debate. And he had told me, you should try Akadak. And I was like, I'm bad at this, but okay. He was weird. We had to read. No, he was cool. We had to read that thick old book, Dr. Zhivago. No, but it was just weird that he, like, that was his thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was. <laughs> like, he, he was kind of academic decathlon. Gotta get A squad, he B squad, cool C. Guy. <laughs> yes. Wait, Where the D just... squad? Where was the D squad at? <laughs> Bro, that was an interesting. Oh, no. Time of my life. I was going to wear a shirt for this. I just realized that. Oh, is that what you have? Yeah, I had the, the navy blue oh, shirt. Bro, don't, yeah, that's what I figured. Hey, Demon Slayer. Bro. Demon Slayer. Hey, man, you know, 
Zanitsu's the best. All right, so yeah, I'm Jay. Um, I'm a system administrator, and I also do photography as well, too. All right, I'm going to give it to my co-host. I'm Eric. That's it. <laughs> That's not also it. Nah, you'll find out more. This man wears many hats and many rings. He's a player. He's not a player. Gang, gang. If you need your dog trained. I do I know a lot about... No, I know a little bit about everything and a whole lot of nothing. I like that. I like that. Okay. That's okay. me. All right, so we're going to get into our first topic, which is controversy subs. Yes. Okay, so you picked this topic. So go ahead and like kind of give me your thoughts about it. I don't know. That's too much. But like, all right, for example, what is one of the most popular shows that you, you hear women watch? Oh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Or Bad Girls Club. Okay, what else? Um, um, Josie something cabaret. It's the one... My girlfriend loves all this stuff. Yeah, So, hey, sure. I, I even watch it with her sometimes, too. Yeah, me, hey, I like them. I so. like the women that fight. I don't know why. <laughs> one girl was sitting in the sink, and then she just comes, bah, 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 you don't know me, bitch. And it wasn't a black girl, it was a white girl. She's like, you don't know me, bitch, I'm crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Women are wild. <laughs> Everybody's well, because there's this one. the The network's called Zeus, and uh, it's it's a lot of different men of different various lifestyles, and they get into fights too. I'm like, oh, I love it. So, I think we like aggression. Yeah, we do. Maybe we're, that's just who we are. We're world star. World. Hey, that was a thing. That was a thing back in the day. Like, get a world star. As soon as you hear world star, you know that's just being recorded. Everybody would run. That didn't really happened too much at, at our high school, though. We had, like, a couple of fights. Hey, I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, it was... I'm not I about it. <laughs> shit went down. I wasn't... I was always in the background. I was in the library. I was in the mascot. I was doing everything. Oh, we... I forgot. We're on a break. <laughs> we were, <laughs> we're on, on a break. break. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, see, like, that was a controversial moment from Friends. And we right? remember... Yeah, bro. That's what... So... Kim K, I think, is like one of the biggest ones. Her, it's I don't know if you've heard, but there's like an argument. Like, okay, the 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 release of her tape was it really a leak or was it planned? I thought it was planned, and it was planned by her mother. I mean, yeah, but like some people say, nah, like they just exposed her like that. Ray J out here breaking everybody back, and it's the one video that gets like shown to the world. Hey, bros. <laughs> Say what you will about Kris Jenner. That woman is a marketing genius. She is. She made four women. I'm not going to call them talented, talentless because they're here. Um, she took four. With I mean, four. they didn't have anything when they started. And she made them have the world. Yeah. Everybody buys their makeup. Their who? Kim or Kendall? No. Kim, Kylie, Kendall, Chloe. Well, isn't Kylie one of the like richest women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most successful woman. Mm -hmm, right? Because she makes a lot of money. She'd be chilling. She has like a bunch of company and sharing Pepsi's with people. <laughs> <laughs> and controversy sells. Yeah, yeah. Controversy sells. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, exactly. Like that's what made them get to the top. Yeah. So, so then, is it bad that controversy sells, or is it just applying on human nature? I think it's. I don't think. Who am I to say whether it's bad or right or wrong? Right. Mm -hmm. But. I think it's applied in a negative way. So, 
if we wanted to push an agenda, should we push controversy? Yeah. So then what about, because I think I was talking with you about this, the scientist, the NASA scientist who chained himself to the Chase Bank the other day okay. in order to say, we're all screwed, we're all fucked, the world is ending, you know, things like that. Yeah. Like, that's controversy. Yeah. But do you think, like, we're going to have a change because of that now? Well, I mean, I think it goes back to what you were saying about Chris Jenner. Yeah. The way she marketed it. She definitely marketed it. So, I mean, because, like, you have, you have, like, this this person that's rooting or promoting religion, right? Yeah. But if he's screaming and yelling, the world's going to end. Uh, yeah, we don't Kneel really down care. to Jesus. Repent for your sins. It's like, Not to insult Christians. Nah, I mean, no. Nah, <laughs> we've all seen it, I'm bro. not getting canceled. <laughs> we've all seen it, We have, seen, we have seen a couple. We've seen a couple. <laughs> no, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> Those people it's just It's a saying, fact. They yeah, just be like, wilder. They be wilder. They be wilder. Seen them. So, like, no one's going to listen to that. Yeah. But if you strategically, hey, they released my sex video and... Everybody's going to want to tap on that. Let me throw hands. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, Chris Brown? No. Who was it? Which did what? The two hands? With the, no, the video. Ray J. Ray J? Ray J was the... Were you talking about the sex tape with Kim K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray J. Ray J. There Ray you J, go. Yeah. There you go. Like, he he released it. Who released it? What's up? I think he... I, I don't think he released it. I think Kim recorded it. Like, right? She wanted it. And then he was told about it later. All right. But so like that's a more strategic way to create controversy. So did he get paid for that? Or did Kim get paid? I mean, they all got business together. I mean, yeah. Like, but, I feel celebrities have business with But did Pornhub, like, cut him a check? I would think so, to make him keep quiet. Hey, this is what's going to happen. Here's your money. Because otherwise, he would have been like, hey, where's my money at? Hey, here, okay, I got you 100K. I don't know how much they mean. How much you mean? But he's like, nah, I want more. Give me more money. I'm going to so tell you. was like, hey, we'll just. Cut you a piece. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you in this too? I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how all that life works. What are some other controversial moments that sold? I mean, the biggest one is political events. You know what's crazy? What? I don't really pay attention to them. Like, I recognize them, and I hear when the scandals occur. But it's just, like, so desensitized to it. It's like, oh, that's nothing. But, yeah. like, a girl hanging out a Honda Civic in Houston, throwing hands, like, I'm all up in that. <laughs> but, like, another, like, senator stealing $100,000 worth of, like, GOP money, like, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I think... I take that back, because Epstein. I was going to say, I think, like, the bigger ones, like, the scandal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay, those, those do interest me. And you know what? Controversy does sell, because remember, R. Kelly got off on his case, but because they made the surviving R. Kelly scandal uh, video on Netflix, yeah, they re- I don't know if they reopened the trial, they made a new one, but he went to jail after that video service. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is, like, there was some controversy, and it was it. I mean, he went, I think he went for good reason. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, he went, he went for good reason. Like- I wouldn't expect any less. I think it took longer enough. What was that? Boondocks? Like, R. Kelly, go to jail. I'm going to piss on your cat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but so now the thing is, I mean, look at Trump. You have to admit, like, 
He's another genius of uh, publicity. Drain the fucking swamp, bro. He I don't even believe in that. But people are fired when he went into office. Like, yeah, it's Trump's America now. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? What is this? What happened? Yeah, I mean, say what you will about the guy, but he got the position he wanted. It's kind of like he, whoever his his social media team was, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, but he was in the White House dropping like rap threats. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to bomb you. I'm going to bomb Asia. I'm just like, oh, what the fuck are you doing, yo? Like, yo, yo, yo. I'm telling you right now, those are like the scariest four years of my life. I was like, this nigga going to press the nuke button? I mean, I was hopeful. I was like, hey, he, he's just, he barks. He barks loud. Hey, we all bark a certain way. I don't bark. I chill. <laughs> I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to live my best life. Yeah. C36. Be but see, okay, so now the thing is. I feel like, so the thing is, people don't recognize controversy. I think that's where the issue is. Subconsciously or consciously? Both. Wouldn't you say we're kind of dragged to it or drawn to it unconsciously? I mean, in a way, yeah. You're in public. You see a couple going through a breakup. You tell me you're not going to kind of listen in if they're right behind you? I'm like, huh, where am I supposed to go, man? I'm fucking leaving you, Jared. Shut up, Shannon. You took everything from me. Like, you know? I'm listening no, right. on that. No, I'm not saying, again, hey, who am I to say it's right or wrong? Yeah. But, like, clearly that's something that interests people. Yeah. But then now, how is that affecting our life? Well, if you're seeing nothing but controversy or conflict. That's all you're going to get. Because you're all what you consume. Yeah. So then you probably see that leak into your life. Exactly. And then you become the next Chris Brown. So. Whoa. Hey, I'm talking I, about not getting canceled. Hey, 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 no. He charged a bag. He charged a full on bag to take pictures with his fans, like a grand. He's not canceled. He's winning out here. He's like Dave Chappelle. He's not going to be canceled. I don't believe in cancel culture. I think you just make the entertainment or whatever you want to do for the people who you want to watch and whoever doesn't like it, just... Yeah, exactly. Unless you're touching kids, then you need to be, you know... Bro, I mean, but, like, those lines are clearly stated. And, like, kind of drawn in Like, no one is like, you touch the kid? Ah, that's debatable. Like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, like, that guy is a pedophile. No, that guy is a pedophile. Get his ass out of here today. Yeah, like... Like, come on. No one's arguing that. Yeah. But, like, oh, I think... I think this microphone is ass. Like, why are people arguing about that? Because it's just because that's how people identify themselves. We've come like, if you notice, well, like, because we're like tribe mentality. It's like Apple no, versus I, Android. I get that, but like, why can't we identify by liking microphones in general? I don't know. It's something about the I'm right, you're wrong. I'm a tribe, you're beast tribe kind of mentality. Yeah, but I feel like okay. So I feel like that's the controversy that media sells. Yeah, definitely. The need, to, the need to be successful. Yeah. To be happy. Ooh. So you mean like having the wife, the dog, the kids? Yeah, we were talking about the other yes, day, the yeah. American dream. It's like controversial for you to hit thirty. Like for it's it's crazy because like a woman in her thirties. Not to say I believe in this, but like a woman in her 30s, if she doesn't have a kid or a husband or anything else, not to say I do, but other people look 
down on her. They're like, what's uh, going on in your life? What's wrong with her? But there's nothing wrong. She's probably a doctor, got her shit going on. I mean, maybe she's just going through a rough time. She just, I mean, the dating pool kind of ass. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, I've been out here in these streets. You don't want to be in these streets. So... No, it's good. I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> she took everything. No, I'm I've never been. I've never been married. Or have I? All right, anyways. Um. So yeah, I think controversy does sell. Yeah. yeah. And it's just. I just think it's sad that. Okay, so like. Uh, this is what I see. Okay. You have people or women complaining about men, and then you have men complaining about women. Yep. But only because of all of the things that you believe that come from social media or entertainment that you don't realize you're doing it. Like, I mean, look at a, a show like The Bachelor, A Bachelorette. Yeah. They're just fighting for one man. Go Team Jared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Team Jared this season. But I mean, like, so what? I'm, a show and it took effort in a show for a man or a woman to chase 20 30 people once but not in real life so are you saying are you saying we should we should just chase whoever the hell we want to no i feel like it shouldn't be a problem because we watch a, a tv show yeah doesn't. like like don't be a hypocrite you're gonna put your time money your life into a show yeah that appraises a man or woman to yeah. date 30 people once but when it's happening to you, you're like, nah, fuck you, Jerry. You're you an to asshole. Either, either you stop texting her or we're over. Shannon, you took everything from me. <laughs> right, right. I've never dated anybody named Shannon. That woman fucked five guys? Oh, hell no. Shannon, it's over. Bro, like, Instead of being like, she for the homies. over who's going to get the, the woman. Oh, over. yeah. When it's a TV show. But yeah. in real life, it's like, dude, you fucked my wife. What's going on here? <laughs> this is not a reality TV. This is real life. <laughs> exactly. So I just think it's like people are just hypocrites. Yeah. It's a it's it's kind of the, the process here. Like, and here's the thing: I feel like we lack accountability. We all do, right? I don't want you to hold me accountable. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I'm gonna like, lose this twenty I'm pounds perfect, when I man. choose to. Why are, you, why are you looking at my flaws? God damn right. <laughs> American, <laughs> give me my hamburger. Right. <laughs> I am right and never wrong. <laughs> I am Timothy. My bad, bro. Yeah, I forgot dog. about that series seven. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in the car. No, no, no. They don't need to know. No, they, they need to know. Let the people know. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Well, now that we talked about controversy, we're going to go into the next topic, which is books that have made an impact. Um, I chose this one because I really like to read. Um, I would say there's a couple of different books that I like. The main one probably be the Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, because it talks about mainly you can achieve whatever you want to through whatever you think and focus your life on. Or the bigger thing is like whenever a man or a woman, because we're in 2022, uh, looks for his purpose or finds their purpose in life, then the universe works to make him have that purpose. And that's kind of been a, I mean, it's been like a really big impact on me and how I move and do what I want to do. Because, you know. When was, when, when did you read that book? I read that book my freshman year of college. When was the last time you read it? I read that book, I want to say in 2020. So, two, two years ago? Yeah, it looked like a mess. <laughs> and I was like, I need some inspiration again. And so then, read the book. I'm trying to find this book that I want to talk about, but... Is it Eating Ass for Juniors? 
That's for the next episode. Oh, for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm, I can't find it. Take your time. We got plenty of time. But do you really think, I mean, do you really think we have power of free will? I think we have the power to, <clears throat> I think we have the power of the habits that we choose in our life. And our habits give us sort of a sense of free will because we're a slave to our habits. So, in a sense, if you make active choices to identify as somebody who's going to do what you want, then you have free will. Like, I identify as somebody who works out. So, even though I'm not currently, like, doing the best I can, I still make the choices to try and work out. Like, I'm still going to do it four or five times a week. Yeah. As opposed to saying, I have no free will. I'm not going to work out because I don't have a choice. But what about the idea that, for example, you didn't choose what year or when, where you were born? Yeah, that's that's. but that doesn't deal with our will. That deals with, like, our placement of life. Well, no, not your will. The power of free will. Oh. Not will because, like, I mean, yeah, will to survive, sure. But free will. Like, I carve my future not some out, outer energy beyond my control. I think you're born and you're given a fair shot. Well, that thing that's arguable. Okay, okay, okay. I fair think you're shot, you were born in a third world country. Damn, you're right. I think you're born with the ability to breathe. There we go. Yeah. Potentially. If you're born with the ability to breathe, we'll leave the limbs and everything else out of there any complications. Then you have some opportunity. It depends on what you do with that. Whether your opportunity is high or low, you got choices. Because look at people who come from third world countries, come to America, get the education, go back. But what if they can't even make it out of their country? So if they can't, then... Damn, you only got you have, Okay, you have to admit that the people that are able to leave their country are well off enough to leave the country. Yeah, because they have to go through the schooling systems. Yeah, they have to go through the whole political process. Yeah. Right? So a visa's cost. They do. Cost a bit. Right? Yeah. And not only the visa, but the if you're doing it legally, you have the, the travel. To and from. And housing. Then, and then you have to have enough money to find housing over here. And you got to pay out-of-state tuition. Unless you get... Well, no. Let's say you just come here to work. Yeah. Right? If you come in here to work, even you're like, fuck it, I'm going to work at McDonald's. Yeah. Right? So, but still, you still need the money to leave the country. Well, so what about the people that don't even have enough so, resources to leave the country? There are resources, but they're not great resources. Because if you look at China. So is that a fair, a fair start? So, are you saying, but that's the point about life, it's not fair. The only, like, two things that we are guaranteed are life and death. Right. If you wake up in the morning, you're guaranteed life. Right. If you don't wake up, death. Right, but so going back to the question though. Okay. Do we really have free will if we were not able to choose where or when we were born? No. Because you have to... There's a difference between someone that was born in... I don't know... Some third world country. And yeah. Someone that was born in America. America. Like just being born here is you already it's opportunity. Yeah. Though. You can do I mean, a lot. You're already here. You winning, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's the only country that. Well, 
I wouldn't say the only, but there's a lot of privileges here. But there's also, so then, how do I put it? You still have free will. Because you can be born in a third world country in the worst of circumstances, but you also have the opportunity to keep going through those circumstances. Now you're talking about suicide. Exactly. But they have the will to choose it or do it. To persevere. Yeah. We all do. So I think you do have that choice. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, no one can really stop you from, from doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I agree. I believe in free will. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that argue, that would argue against it. Right? I mean, and I think with enough reason. Yeah. Because, I mean, hey, you don't get to choose where you live. You don't. You don't get to choose what kind of friends you have. Or where you're born and everything else yeah. like that. You don't get to choose but you do your get, opportunities. But you do get to choose what you do with the cards that you dealt with. You, hey, there you go. And It takes her a while to see her phone. Damn, it's 11.40 at night. She's still at work. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to get home probably like another hour or two. All right. That means we got an hour. We got a long time. All right, let's do this done. All right. Um. So last time I had a gray shirt. Now I have a blue shirt. You had some technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> but we're learning. We're learning. It's a part of the process. Yes. Okay. So, um, we finished up on controversy cells. Well, we were talking about the power of will. No. Free will. What's and I was, I was saying that people would disagree that everyone has free will. Or that everyone can dictate where the life goes. Or and that I you can do it at period. And I said the free will was that it's not about where your life is dictated. It's about what you do with the cards that are dealt to you. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think it's up to you. What? Oh, and then we talked about, we were talking about happiness. And that you don't always have to be happy. Well, it's just the fact that people think this have, it's how they sell the American dream, right? Yeah. What a perfect life should be. But the thing is, everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And your happiness is not the same as my happiness. Yeah, mine's thousand dollar pieces of glass. Yeah. It's just thousand dollar pieces of ass. Like it's the same. Of one ass. Hey man. <laughs> you got a, he's got a bedazzled butt cheek. I got the, the left bedazzled butt cheek. You got your bedazzled lenses. Dude, that'd be kinda cool. Yeah. That gemstone. You got that blade <laughs> just no, just put a rhinestone on my oh camera. My <laughs> Call myself Betty. I sell Avon makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Help me do this fundraiser for my kids. <laughs> Let me run a hundred laps and you pay me. In Avon. In Avon? That's all I do, I sell Avon. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Avon. Those ladies get it. They know how to throw parties. You know what's a scam? What's a scam? Donate. You know how, like, you go to the store and they're like, hey, do you want to donate to something to, Children's yeah, Hospital? Yeah, yeah. 
That's See, a whole scam. But you feel like a, a asshole. But that's you know why that's a scam? Why? So you giving the money to the store mm-hmm. then uh, allows the store to mark that re- that money as a tax credit right off. Oh, even though they're not giving the money, we're even giving though the money. they didn't produce the money yet. I mean, but what do you do in this situation? Do you want to donate to this children's hospital or, you know, fuck them kids? Like, yeah, donate directly. I just, you don't know. <laughs> what are they going to do with the whole $3? <laughs> Give them directly. I mean, I see your point there. What if instead they had like a donation box in the front of the hospital mm-hmm. and people could just drop off their coins and dollars there? I'm sure that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That would be cool. I mean, just like you can donate your clothes at uh, Goodwill. Yeah. There you hey, go. you can find some good clothes at Goodwill, too. Yeah. Just like you're going to find some good clothes at the thrift store. Hey, I love thrift shopping. I think I like the idea of it, mm-hmm. but... Eh. I found some bell bottoms the other day. I don't even wear bell bottoms. I almost bought a pair of bell bottoms. They were like $18, but that's okay. Because <laughs> they were bell bottoms, Eric. Did you get them? No, I didn't get them, but I wanted to. You should have. I'm a very frugal man. If it's not cameras, computers, or game systems, I don't spend money on it. Or books. I love books. I wish I liked to read. You do. You like audiobooks. Yeah, yeah, and that's a... See, but I don't know. I guess the idea of reading sounds cool. It, I think it's just addicting. Like, But I like how to put it. I don't like fast reading. I don't like people that say like, I wrote a hundred books this year. I'm like, okay, well, what did you retain from that? Yeah. And they're like, oh well. I'm like, exactly. You're like, take your time. It's not a race. No one cares. Yeah, no, I've had <laughs> the book I've had, or I've been trying to read for the longest, is a book, uh, the Peak Your Mind, whatever. Yeah. I've, I still haven't finished it. <laughs> you know what's crazy? But I've got it. I got it like last November. So I I used to be really big and reading because of like. Kindergarten, because you know they had the the AR points. I took that shit and ran with it because I love I love reading. But I, I watched would cheat on those, dude. What? So you just lied and said you read the book? <laughs> I still got that six flash ticket. Every day we stray further and further from the light of God, <laughs> bro. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey mom, can you sign these for me? Horrible. What are they? Oh. It, I read I those read, books. I, I read Gregor the Overlander, hey, Artemis File. Oh quick. my god. Okay, I'm not really her brother. You know you had to initial them? You should just initial them. But 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. But the difference between somebody who reads 40 books a year or 30 books a year to your one book a year is just 30 minutes a day. And if you change your like, oh, I'm trying to read this book to just say, I'm somebody that reads books. And you say like, because I'm reading the atomic the uh, the atomic habits right now, and it talks about don't say you're trying to do something. Say I'm a person who does this, because in, instead of saying you're trying to do something, you identify as that. And if something becomes a part of your identity, then you're gonna do it more likely. And you cause action statements where you say like, I'm gonna read at this table at 6 p.m. every day for 30 minutes. You'd be crazy. You make it through your book in less than like a month and a half probably, because you read fast. So. Hey, no, no, no. Not everyone reads fast. What are you talking about? I didn't say everybody. I said you. 
How do you know I read fast? Because you're a very intelligent person, Eric. That don't mean I read fast. Okay, see, this is the part where he just... He just likes to be calm. Nah. He don't, don't want to fluff his dude, ego. Dude, I think I read slow. I might be drunk. From this house. I'm not gonna You might be. That's okay, though. Okay. We've gone through a lot. We dab. And now, not everything was recorded. We lost almost like 30 minutes worth we of footage. We lost an hour worth of footage. Damn, it damn sure was an hour worth of footage. But we learned now. Yeah. We only got 30 minutes on this Sony camera. Until... Yeah, but it's okay because it's trying to protect the files, so I can't get mad at that. I should ask Mike about that. Anyways, so now we're going on to books that make an impact. Since we're talking about reading, uh, for me, it was The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho, and that talks about the story of a boy named Santiago, and how when you want something, the universe works with you to make it happen. Um, and then you were talking. But does about, it though? I think it does. I think. How do I put it? Are stars really aligning for you, Jay? Goddamn right. No. Stars align for me. How can baby. they be aligning for everybody at the same time? I don't think it's it's like, well, think about it. We're all working towards individual goals, and if they're aligning for us, then they put people in our paths to help us work towards our goals and help them work towards So then you don't have free will. Okay, now we're going back to the free hey. will concept. If every, I think everything I had ties. The, I had the free will to choose the path that I want to go But you down. can't control the stars aligning. You get, I don't know. I'm a star bender, dog. Let's show me. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the alcohol's hidden. <laughs> All right. No, but I mean, I, I, th- I think that's a valid argument. I think yeah. if you choose to go after something... Events eventually will align. Malcolm Gladwell has a book called Outliers that says once you put 10,000 hours into your craft, you are a master or considered mm. a master. So you tell me if I don't put 10 goddamn thousand hours into photography, I'm not going to have some kind of outcome from that? I think, well... Are you assuming that because you put those 10,000 hours in, you like that? Not activity? the like. Not the like. Are you, oh, well, okay, because I think that, that makes a difference. Oh, I'm talking about if I put the 10,000 hours into it, and I don't mean just randomly doing shit for 10,000 hours. I mean, if I'm going to lay a brick, I'm going to lay the perfect brick. One brick at a time, every day, learning something new. Gaining skills, gaining experience, losing, failing. But the summation of it in five years, 10,000 hours. I mean, in that specific scenario, yes. But I think, okay, so here's the thing. I think the issue is people don't recognize what it means to put in 10,000 hours into an activity. But that's the difference between something that you like and something that you're passionate but how can you know what you're passionate about if you don't know your passion? You're passionate about whatever you do. Whatever you do without heavy thought, to me, is your, your passion. passion. Yeah. And I don't mean taking a shit. I mean like... Hey, some hey, shits be hitting. Especially after those roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, roadhouse be hitting I mean, too. I mean like, so let's put it like this. You come home, say hi to your wife, say hi to the dogs, 
and then you go work on your pop collection. Okay. But do you think about that, or is that just something you automatically go do because that interests you? You enjoy that. Like, it's one of those things where if you don't have to think about it, I kind of think it's your passion. Like, it's just your second nature to go go do that. And you're like, oh, shit, I got to go edit photos. Oh, shit, I got to go practice soccer. Oh, shit, I got to go practice football, basketball. But it's just, I'm going to go do it. There's a grounds to say that's your passion. Okay. Now, if it's like something that you fucking hate, like, oh, I got to go practice the violin for 12 hours. And you're like, I really don't want to do it. That's not your passion. That's something you're forced to do. Yeah. There has to be a little bit of, like, I like this. Yeah, and see, and that that was going to be my argument, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's a lot of people stuck in their, in their job. True. And they put more than 10000 in that hell. And it's not taking them anywhere. But then, my counter-argument, the human brain is set up to make it to where we do the least amount of effort to conserve energy. Yes. Therefore... If you have to exert effort to do a task or ability, that's not your passion because you're not caring about it. No, 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 no. If you exert negative, thoughtful, kind of like, I really don't want to do this shit today. No, no, because I'm sure there'll be times like photography. I'm sure there's times where you're like, I don't really want to do this. I wake up and the sun shines out my ass when it comes to photography. I love photography. All day, every day. Fuck hell yeah. Okay. Even days when I had a day. So maybe I just don't know what that's like. I think I think you're right. Not everybody's gonna love everything they do. But there are days that I'm like, I fucking hate this. And I don't sign NDAs in my photography contract, so I can say whatever I want. Um I took an L the last two days. I learned like working with people of darker skin and it comes to photography, you really need to lighten it up. So I had two two choices there. I could either just say whatever or I could learn. I learned. Whatever. I booked two more shoots with people who are a little bit darker. Okay. Of course, did them for free. And you learn from it. If I didn't like what I was doing, the ego in me would have said, well, fuck photography. I'm not doing this shit no more. Or I'm not shooting black people or anything like that. But I wanted to learn. And I wanted to be better for my customers and myself. Yeah. See? And I'm drunk. <laughs> it's confirmed I'm drunk. Yeah? Yeah. I can pour another shot. Yeah, yeah, pour another shot. For real? On the next one. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I think... I think it's just... I think people don't realize or aren't encouraged to try things. That's the... I mean... I guess that's my childhood, then. My mom always just encouraged me to do whatever I wanted to. Yeah, no, and, and yes, I mean, I think... She didn't care what I did. Like, the drums, it didn't matter. She always just said, just do it. Yeah. She didn't really raise me to be a husband or anything like that. She just said, do what makes you happy. Yeah. I feel like kid, kids are underappreciated and parenting is undervalued. Kids are smart. Yeah, kids are geniuses. We were talking about this in the Lost Files. That's what we'll call them. About kids being aware of everything. Yeah. And soaking up things like a sponge. So that gets to the next topic, which is mental disorders are on the spectrum. Yes. And, and that ties in with your book that you chose, which is 
peak mind. Yes. So, I, I mean, I think mental disorders are on a spectrum because they're extremes of how our brain works. Right? So, like, depression is an extreme version of sadness and loneliness and helplessness and all these, like, negative emotions. Right? Depression is, like, you're just lost in that. Same thing with, like, uh, attention disorder deficits or whatever, ADHD. 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 Um, attention disorder. It's like a, it's like a hyper focus version of focus, right? Or a lack of control of your focus, right? But our brain is designed to focus, right? And the thing is, I, so I think we forget that we're animals. It's hard when we drive Teslas. Right, right? Yeah, it's hard when we have houses and we have all these... And we have animals in our keep, yeah. Right, right. Or we, we think, I think we think of ourselves as righteous. Yeah. As mighty. Better than what we are. Better than anyone. Better than other species. But and then I that think causes issues, though. Huh? That causes issues. Because we think we're so mighty, then we don't have humility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't... We, we don't humble ourselves. It's hard when you got these. Yeah, and this... Is, hey, this shit separates us from the monkeys, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, bro, but that's where we came from. This is true. I mean, okay, so I, I bring that up because, like, a lot of people get mad that males are sex-driven. Mm-hmm. But it's in our nature. There's no no species that the male is not sex-driven. Or peacock-driven. Everything they do is to, to attract a mate. Yeah. Literally, in every species, the whole goal is reproduction. Yeah. Why is that not our case? It is. It is. That's the point. But we don't recognize that. We don't want to. Well, now there's stigma behind it. Well, because we give a superficial value to what we do. Exactly. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying we should change our whole society and monogamy is bad, right? But my point is, we, we are trying to detach ourselves from our biology. So if we do so and we attach ourselves to that, doesn't mean we come to accept that majority or all mental disorders fall on some kind of a spectrum. And that it's a hyperfixation on either A, a lack of dopamine, or some kind of neurons. Because, you know, you have the neurological background. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, like a misfiring within the brain. And we focus on that and we apply stigma to it because it's not within the norm. Well, the thing is, no one likes to be judged. No. No one likes to feel alone. I mean, most PGs, including us, we're, we have this herd mentality, right? That's why tribes are a thing. That's why left versus right is a thing. Go Cowboys. Women versus men. The Patriots China. against Cowboys, etc. right? We like feeling welcome. We like feeling... Like we belong. A part of a team or a group. Yeah, right? So we all, we all, 
we all seek that, but at then at the same time we don't realize that it could also impact us in a negative way, and we let that drive our life. Because it's us versus them when we're in the tribe. Yeah, right. And so then we see anybody with a mental disorder as them. Yeah, instead of one of us that happens to have or live be living through something else. Or us as a human being. Right. right. But then that gets into like the generalized topic of race. Whereas, because Morgan Freeman said he was like the problem with racism. You know, I'm not even gonna quote it correctly, but he's like, in order for that to stop, is you don't look at me as a black man. You look at me as a man first. Yeah. And I mean, I think we were talking about this the other day. Like, there's a difference between acknowledging race for medical purpose, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Which is important, right? Like the 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 way your body receives a medication is going to be different from the way my body receives it, mm-hmm. right? Or not receives it, but interacts with it, mm-hmm. right? And I mean you denying that you're a man or a black male. I identify as petite, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure, right? I mean, it's just that. Like, something as, as simple as weight imp- impacts the way your body is administered medicine, right? Because you need a different rate of administration, you need a different dose, etc., etc. I mean, just like alcohol. A small person is gonna get fucked up in one drink. This shit hitting me. And us, we probably we need two cups of this, and you're already slacking, and I'm over here chilling, right? Slacking, (laughs) slacking. You're getting sloppy, bro. Where are you at? What do you mean? I'm here. I'm I'm right here. Yeah, you're not caught up, bro. You see this big ass cup? It's yeah. See, just because size doesn't mean it's the same volume. How many ounces are that, big dog? This is thirty-two. That's not thirty-two. That's sixteen. You're lying to me. Or this is 24 at least. Yeah, that's 24. No, this is 30. I think this is 32. What the hell? Anyways, that one's smaller. Why do I feel like I'm drinking out of Cat's cup? That's Cat's cup? Damn. Hi, Cat. What's up? I have your cup. (laughs) But I mean, nonetheless, like, I mean, that's why. So let's, something as delicate as rape. Oh, shit. Right? No, it's, it's a hard topic. It's a harsh type. But, like, look at other species. Yeah. Rape determines dominance. I'm not saying we should rape each other. I'm not doing that That's shit. That's bad. Not I'm like, good. you're a rapist, you, you, should, you belong in jail. Yeah. Like, as a society, that's, that's what distinguishes us, right? Mm. The, the, our ability to distinguish that that is negatively impacting someone's life. Yes. Right? Yes. But still, rape... In other species, is as uh, a way to establish dominance. Oh, like we were talking about with the ducks. Oh yeah, with the. I mean, rape is not only the thing is like. So here's the thing: mm-hmm. there's people that believe that dogs can be homosexuals. But I don't even know. The, the thing is, they're not right because I mean I don't know if you you witness, but there's dogs. I mean, you see it all the time on videos. Mm-hmm. Dogs like to hunt things. Yeah, they're dogs. Right, but the thing is, we don't recognize, or people don't recognize, that's a way they're establishing their dominance. Just humping something. I mean, yeah, it's a submission thing. Yeah. Right, I mean, like, hey, there's something up your ass, like, hey, dog, <laughs> I got some power over you, bro. Dog. It was like, Goofy, get your ass over here. What the fuck? 
Are you talking about Goofy from Mickey Mouse? The dog? Okay, my point is, in species, it's just a thing. I'm not saying for us it's good, mm -hmm. but it exists. And, I mean, not too long ago, probably like 50, 60, 100 years, rape was even probably more prominent, but it just wasn't acknowledged. Mm -hmm. Right? The whole power dynamic of patriarchies. And I mean, same thing with, like, child molestation or child molesters. Oh, shit. I mean, dude, that's a thing. Like, in the animal kingdom, alphas kill the infants left and right because they're not theirs. They definitely do kill. Oh, yeah. Right? In lion, they, in lion prides, they do that. I mean, in a lot of the species. So, I mean, like, the, in the dolphins, right? The male, the female tries to mate with as many males as possible to Shannon. try the try to protect the life of the infant because if i if i slept with you that probably your kid but you don't know and if you have any doubts that that's your kid you're gonna kill that motherfucker don't dolphins rape other sea animals i think they even raped humans i thought they raped a shark i th they just rape shit Dolphins fucking crazy. Animals are crazy, bro. No, dolphins. Ah, uh, we're crazy. I ain't never seen a kangaroo rape somebody. You want to see that? I don't want to watch that. Hey, that, that was the first thing that came to your mind. That's not out. Because it's the, the dude that punched a kangaroo in the face the other day. That's been kind of stuck in my mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of him a couple of times. Dude, that would be funny. Uh, you, do you think you'd be able to beat up a kangaroo? Dude, I'd beat the sh- No, I wouldn't. I'd lose. I'd lose that fight. Nine times out of ten. Hey, that man squared up to it. Beat the shit out of that kangaroo. Okay. We're moving on to the next one. Which one? Finding your passion. I mean, we mentioned it. I think uh, passion... In my experience, I don't. I don't know what my passion is. I think, oh, actually, let me rephrase this. I think I have now come to figure out that I have a tendency towards human behavior, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, I like to learn about how we interact with each other, why we interact with each other, why we are the way we are, yeah, etc. But at the same time, like, I don't know if that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Well, that's the thing about passion. You don't have to make it the rest of your life. It could just be something that you enjoy. The moment we kind of put a label on that shit, like, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. That's when it becomes a problem. That's when I like that. I like that because that means you can change passions. You definitely can. You can switch. At any point in your life. Some days I really like looking at cars. I want a Nissan 350Z 2007, uh, and I want a Turbo Charge that bitch. But I don't know shit about cars. But that's something that I might do when I hit, like, I don't know, maybe 36. I might start getting into cars. But you can have multiple passions. Yeah, and I feel like that's the thing that we don't realize. It's kind of, maybe it's because we kind of put it like your passion is this one thing that you're meant to do. Yeah. But if we look at, like, any artist, artist, singer, songwriter, director, producer, if they can do all that within their own career... Why can't we do that with our lives? Insecurities. Maybe because we don't want to look like the fool. 
We don't. Or we don't want to overextend ourselves. It's hard. But that's the thing. Like, there's there's so much you can do in this life. Yeah, but... I don't want to... I, I never want to pigeonhole myself. It's kind of what when I do photography, I never say, like, oh, I am exclusively a couple's portrait photographer. No. I just say, I'm a photographer. Yeah. Because... Some days I might want to take pictures of nature. I really don't like people some days. Or some days I just want to take pictures of dogs. Because, you know, Diamond's cute. That's my dog. Um, But the moment you pigeonhole yourself, you put yourself into this, like, creative box. That's kind of the worst thing you can do. Being a creative box? Creativity is good, though. But when you put yourself and say, I can only do this style of art. Oh, okay. Not limit yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing with your passions. Like, my passion is only microphones. I love microphones. Yeah. That's it. Like, but there's cameras. There's cups. There's hair. There's drinks. There's lights. And yes, there's tons of drinks. Yeah. But I mean, okay, so then why why would you say it's so hard for people to find their passion? I think it's because people don't spend enough time with themselves. It's hard. I found out that I like photography when I got bored in college and I bought a camera just to say screw it and try it out. And I just spent a lot of time with myself walking around the campus and taking pictures. And I found out, oh, hey, I enjoyed that. If I didn't have that time with myself, to say like, oh, I hate this, or oh, I like this, you know, you know, but then I really didn't get big into it until after I had, you know, things happen, and I had to be by myself for a little bit. Yeah, I picked the camera right back up, and I found my passion. Mm. The moment you start spending more time by yourself, not to say become an isolation or igloo or Eskimo. Eskimos are dope. Um, what, Eskimos are dope. <laughs> I didn't say They're anything. so cool. They live in the cold. I didn't say it's anything. never hot for them ever. They're just always chilling. No. Um, the moment that I you start spending time by yourself and, and realizing who you are when you spend time by yourself and you become comfortable with that, potentially you can't find your passion. But now I feel like people don't know how to spend time with themselves though. Well, because we have social media. Every five seconds yeah, we have somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. in our face. Yeah. Like, why would I go figure out myself when I could go see what the fuck Kim Kardashian's doing? Yeah. Not to say I really care about that. I'm an Isaiah Rashad fan. But, like, you know, like, why would I care? So, anyways, back to finding your passions. I'm Chuck Chippendale here. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Drink responsibly, friends. <laughs> it's funny. But some people got to. Not me. Not <laughs> Chucky. Um, it's hard, but it's also a part of like figuring out who you are, and that's yeah. the point of life. Kind of figure out what you are, what you want. If not, why are you living? But I can't me, live just to live. Well, I don't want to live to make Elon Musk like a bunch of bank. Well, why does it have to be Elon Musk? Well, it's just a figurative representative of we work to make somebody else money. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not the purpose that I was put on this earth for. How do you know? I don't know. I'm a pretty cool dude. So? I'm a pretty cool dude. So? I'm not here to make somebody else money. 
Why not? Because why would I do that? Why not? What, what's wrong with people making money for others? Oh, no. There's nothing wrong with that if you're cool with that. Yeah. But that shouldn't be your whole purpose from being here. Why not? Because what are you... I'm just enjoying life. When my when I came out the left nut of my dad's balls, I did not. He wasn't thinking my son's gonna be a worker for Elon. Why does it matter what your dad was thinking? Because that was like part of the purpose of being here. Why? The twinkle in the left eye. The twinkle in the left eye. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with people that work for others. I don't think there's anything wrong with people who work for others, but I don't believe that that's their entire purpose of being. Why not though? Because there's got to be something more. Why? Because why are why we Why do there have to be more? Because why are we here? Why does it matter? Because you got to find out why. It's what Why you do you have it. to find out why? Because it's what you make of it. Yeah, so why do you... So then you don't have to find out why. Exactly. But if what I make of it is making somebody else money... You know, why are you focused on the money? Because money rules everything. Hey, yeah. Cheddar. Dollar bills. I mean, racks. Yes, Jesus. money gives you access to other things, but. It gives me access to camera lenses. And that's all that matters. So you wouldn't be happy with a. not a Sony 7? So I actually kind of like. I like all, all camera. Like, I want to shoot on a Fujifilm. Because uh-huh. I started on Nikon. But I, I really want a Canon EOS, a EOS R5. Okay. But, like, I, I don't know. I'm not one of those camera styles that says, like, Sony's the best. Like, Sony's cool. I love Sony. But if I get to shoot on the Fuji X2 or a Canon EOS R5 or a Nikon, whatever their really cool series are, you know, cool. Yeah. But so why, why is that bad that someone just wants to work for you, Jay? Because your whole purpose of existing isn't to make me money. But if they're happy that way? If they're happy. Now, if they're happy, cool. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. If you're happy with that, fine. That's their purpose. Then there you go. So be it. All right. Let people do what they want to do. Yeah. As long as they're not hurting anyone. Well, if their existence is hurting people. Then that's bad. But what if they hurt people that hurt other people? Why are we hurting it's not the why. I mean, no, why? I don't know. That gets into a real deeper, like, road there of why people do what they do. Because we don't know better. Because we don't get the tools. We don't get the tools. Because controversy sells. Yes. And it's... if you don't have the tools to recognize controversy, then I can make more money off of you. Oh, that's true. Because that Jeanette McCurdy book is selling like hotcakes. Is it? It definitely is. Is that the... The title of the book is... Uh, hold on, wait. I'm glad my mom died. If that's not controversy, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that, exactly, right? You know what's crazy? I kind of want to read the book, though. I mean, a lot of people are mad that she titled it that. But they, if you go deeper into it, because I've only read, watched a couple of the interviews, 
she talks about how Nickelodeon pretty much pressured her either A, into becoming something that she's not, and then she finally gets her spinoff show with Ariana Grande, but then she's unable to have access to the same resources or do whatever she wants to do because she's not Ariana Grande, who's a pop star, and focused on her career. But she still has love for Ariana Grande, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue isn't Ariana Grande. I think the issue is the lack of access she had. That's true. Her character on Arcade was pretty cool, though. But then they talked about how the Victorious characters are drunk and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, the book taps into, like, the whole child star. I just know that because that would suck. I mean, but it shouldn't. Dog, I was scraping my knees and getting into stuff at, like, 13, 14, 15. I was riding bikes. I don't really think I want to think about a paycheck at 13 or 14. Well, I mean... I think it taps into a thing that, like... What it means to be a parent. Right? I I think it taps into the idea of, like... Your kids are your possession. Like, you own them. Yeah. Like, I'm having a kid so he can live my dream. Like, I didn't get to be a a football star, but my kid is going to be one, right? But the only reason you think that is because you're like, well, no, you're my kid. You're going to do as I say. You're going to, whatever you like, you want, I don't care because I pay the bills. It's my house. Yeah. Right? But like, is that right? No, not at all. I mean, I don't know. Is it? Well, that goes back to the whole concept of free will. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I mean, and and she's a good example. Like, let's say she did want to do the, she wanted to have, have an experience, all those opportunities that Ariana Grande did, but she wasn't able to because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Right. So like, does she have free will? Mm, Damn. Right. Yeah, damn. Like, as much as she wanted to, the circumstance she was in didn't allow her to have free will. And I mean, I think that taps into, like, the whole idea of, like, do I really get to dictate how my life goes? Or are outside forces stronger than my will? I think you get to dictate 60% 60% how your life goes. But I mean, in her situation, or... Oh, the, no, no, no. No, like, in, uh, actors, actresses, right? I mean, from what I understand is, as a female actress... It sucks to be that in Hollywood. If you don't put out, you don't get the role. Yeah. Or if you don't meet a certain weight look, or things like that. Yeah, right? But a man, you can do whatever you want to. It's a man's world. I mean, can you? It seems that way in Hollywood. Think about it. You got fat guys that are successful, skinny guys that are successful. I mean, I wouldn't say as a man. I would say there's only a handful of people that are able to dictate the outcome. Okay, 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 okay. Regardless of weight, shape, or size. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, controversy sells. If you got the money to move people's attentions or dictate people's attentions, you might get a role or two. This is true. And that role or two get you another role. Because the people who get the roles are the most memorable. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's what she argues in her in her book. Yeah. Right. It's not nothing against Ariana Grande, but the fact that she wasn't able to have the opportunities that Ariana Grande did. Oh, did we reset the timer? I did. Okay, cool. See, this yeah. is why you series series. <laughs> I'm not gonna say series seven. Hey, just because you don't know how to use your tools oh doesn't mean I don't. Oh my god. Okay. Hey. All right. Back to the point. Back <laughs> to the point. Back to the point. What was the point? I think the point is you can find your passion if you try to. Controversy sells, and at the end of the day, it's up to you. Whether you choose to have control of your life, it's up to you. Some people don't have that ability or well, luxury. I mean, I don't think it has to be control of your life. Because, I mean, look at the many Holocaust survivors that Shit. didn't get lost in their depression. Yeah. Right? Even though they went through some horrible shit. Wow, shit. They were able to come out the other side and more or less be happy. That was 1941 and 1945. Dude, that was 80 years ago. Still, That's a life away. Is it though? We know 80-year-olds. That's a life away. They still kicking, dog. That's a, they they live through Holocaust. And I bet they still have flashbacks. Well, I mean, no. Nah, I mean, there's people that didn't experience it, but they lived in the same era. That's crazy. We've hit, like, all the major topics in this episode. Rape, death, <laughs> Holocaust, free will. It's a very interesting podcast. I mean, it's live. That's, I guess that's, that's really what we talk about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, so then we have a couple more topics and we'll be good to go here. Okay, but like, all those people that died in the Holocaust? Yeah. Did they have free will? God damn, no. <laughs> not at all. They did not. They they lost that the moment they went into those camps. Yeah. I mean, the moment they were born as Jews. They lost that choice. Right? Like, I mean... Otherwise, if they weren't Jews, they would not have gone through that. But they didn't choose to be Jews. It just... They were just born into that religion or... So no free will on that one. Because, I mean... I guess the the Holocaust could have or couldn't not have happened. But it did. So, like, did they really have free will? Damn. So the next question... I may be toasted... <laughs> are men given wait toast is for hot I'm gone are men given the tools to properly communicate I think mm, people are not giving the tools 
to properly communicate. Ooh, it's taking the men well, aspect out of it. Yeah, because I don't think it's gender specific. I think no issue is gender specific. Unless you're talking about biological issues. I think of it just as a societal specific in the sense that a lot of the times women, they talk. If something's going on, they're going to have that conversation. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. But most of the time as a man, to this day, we're still told, suck it up. I mean, I think you... I think you, yes, I think you bring up a good point, but at the same time, it's the same thing for women. That's true, because certain times they go through things and they're told to suck it up. They told, they're told to suck it up. Hey, that's just the way the industry works. So then... Pull their pants down, that's just how it works. God damn it. I mean, right? So then, I'm just keeping it real, Jay. So then, if we're not given the tools to properly communicate, where do we go to find those tools? I feel like this should be juice and not alcohol. <laughs> and we're going to keep doing this because what happens is like the next time we do this mm-hmm. and then 30 minutes goes over and then we just have to keep drinking through, throughout it. Well, I think the thing is that footage that we didn't have. The lost. The lost. Files. The lost files. It also plays into how long this went, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Like. What time we start? I want to say nine. I think 20, let's say ten thirty. Ten thirty. It's twelve twenty-seven. Yeah, but we lost like an hour. That's true. So at eleven thirty, we were like, "Wait, hold up, hold on, what? What if we had kept going the whole time? <laughs> that would have sucked. That would have definitely sucked. But yeah, I mean, no, I think. And so, where do we find these tools? Uh, I mean, unfortunately, you have to go out of your way to try to find them. You gotta read. You gotta. And the thing, and I see another thing. Like I, we go back to the free will. Like, because of where I was born. Yeah. And the circumstances that I've lived through. I have. I now have access to the resources I have access to. Yes. But like someone else that was born in another country in China, per se. Maybe they don't have the same resources that I have access to. But then that goes back to the choice of you're dealt the cards that you're dealt with, but you have the choice to do what you want to. Yeah. Because there are also people who are born where you're born, but don't have the access to the resources that you don't have access to. But somehow they still make it through it. Yeah. And understand how to process it. And this swells in like China. There are also individuals that see that. They recognize what it is because I'm not starting a war with no country. Um, hey, look, China, China, they're gunning for me, dog. Hey, if they're I coming, like, there's no stopping them. Hey, I like my Sony. I'm gonna get it on camera. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a wartime photographer. I'll be all right. Um, did you know that Mexico is the worst country to be a reporter? Dog, why? Because they get killed. No way. Well. Especially reporters that expose the truth. Like cartels? Anything. And you... Politicians, cartels. Just... Yeah. Well, you know, maybe that's where we don't tell the truth in Mexico. We just shut the fuck up. Why not? Shut the fuck up. Because I like living. I like buying cameras, Eric. I like drinking beer. Minding my goddamn business, all right? Look, that's my free will. I choose the free will to shut the fuck up. But what if talking about this topic helps people? Hey, somebody else can help those people. 
But I thought you wanted to help people. I want to help people to the extent that I stay alive. But then if that's the case, then what's the point? Because I'm not throwing my life on the line for other people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as selfish as that sounds, no. No, hey, selfish is okay. That's fine. You got to be a little selfish. You got to in this life. Yeah, you Just do. a little bit. Just a smidge. Like, sprinkle. I mean, it's all a balance. But it still help where you can. Uh, you don't have to. I don't think it's boring. I mean, no, nah, it's, I mean, it's what I was saying about accountability. Have you ever just spent the whole day thinking about me, 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 me? No, because that's not how I am. It just sounds boring. The whole world revolves around you. I don't think I don't want to live in a world like that. Why not? Because it doesn't. Because if it all revolved around me, why are the other people in my world then? Could be a simulation. The Matrix is broken. Is it? Are you a part of the Matrix, Eric? Am I? Are you a robot? Am I? Oh my gosh. You're would agent. I tell you are if you, I was? Is it, are you Asian Escutia? Escutia? What would I tell you if I was? Wait, is it? It's Escutia, right? Yeah. It's not Escutia. No. You know, some days I really mess up and say Chia, and there's no CH in your name. It's just a white thing. But I'm chocolate. An English thing. English. I'm Anglo-Saxon. What are you talking about? <laughs> I come from the Swedish hills of Norway. Escutia. Es- oh, wait. There's like Escutia. No, I mean, that's what it oh, sounds as in English. That's what uh, English is horrible. Yeah, but my name is in Spanish, so it's Escutia. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to learn Spanish, and it's, it's a very fun experience. I got Duolingo. I'm going, I'm going ham in the dog. I've heard good things about dueling. I know the numbers now pretty well. Like, I can go up to a mill and that's it. That's a lot of numbers. Oh. Spend a lot of time counting. To a million? Yeah. You have counted to a million. Like, in a sense, not in a million, but I know how to get towards there. Well, not like a mill. No, no, like, those mill. Dress mill. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, like that. That's I see what you're saying. You see, not like, not like a mill. <laughs> no, I'm not sitting there like uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, six, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, once, doce, trece, catorce, quince. My follow up question is going to be like... No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> this took a long fucking time. I'm just sitting there like, what is the number one? Uno, like... I was, I was, uh, I want, I, I really want to learn Spanish just because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that messes me up is the conjugation and the, uh, the difference between the O's and the A's. Because to me, I'm just, I think everything in terms of a male. Yeah. So I add O in, in front of it mm-hmm. instead of the A. Like if I see, like, I don't know, like Senorita, of course, I'm going to add an A. Hermana, Hermano, or Mujer, like, it's kind of hard sometimes. I mean, it's just a new language. It's like riding a bike. It's fun. Yeah. I'll be fucking it up, though, all the time. Yeah. You know what pisses me off? What? How, like, there's this whole movement of trying to remove the gender aspect of the Spanish culture, or the Spanish language. Wait, no, they can't do that. They don't have to relearn everything. 
Fuck right. no. No, keep it as it is, dog. I'm a week for a Rosetta Stone. I'll be consistent. I need Maybe this. It's this whole, like, uh, gender neutral. Oh, yeah. Uh, dilemma. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole, big dog. Why not? Because I have no foot in the race here. I don't even understand the language. I'm still learning it. So how can I say what should happen with it? I mean, all right, I, I'll give you that. But I guess as a Spanish speaker. True. Speak your peace. Speak your truth, pimp. It just makes no sense. Does it See, this is why this is why this whole gender issue I think is a way of us expressing our frustration. This may be the alcohol talking. I feel like people can express whatever they feel, however they feel. No, no, no. As long as you don't call me out a name and you don't call me out a term, why should I have a problem if you identify as whatever? Well, now you're mixing two things. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Put me on track here. Because in my head, we're talking about the topic of gender and how you identify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Yeah, see? Okay. So, in that topic... Yes. Okay. So, I mean, think about, like, language. Okay. Right? Yes. I mean, language is a man creation. Yes. Right? At some point, English didn't exist. Mm -mm. Spanish, etc. I mean, uh, the root language seems to be Latin. Swahili. Oh, no late embrace. Have no fear. I like Latin. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, right? So, language allows us to communicate. Yes. Right? Yes. But the moment you... So, once that language was established, and I think it was properly established in a way to define things very clearly. Not in a way of emotion based? Right, right. It was... There was no emotion attached to it. It It's just, just, this is a dog. This is what it is. Yes. Just like a penis is a penis no matter what. Vasulis carnivorous. Yeah. A finger is a a finger no matter what you, how you feel about it. Right? Yep. A man or a male has a male genitalia, has a penis. A woman, a female has a vagina. Be game. (laughs) Right? So like, the moment you start putting emotion into language, now it's like, why are you bringing emotion into it? I think it's, maybe it's not to the language, but more so identity. Yeah, but like, just because you identify as something, why do I have to identify you as that? I mean, it comes to accountability. So you're saying in a sense, the ability for whoever to identify as they want to is okay. Mm-hmm. But do not change the structure of an overall language. Well, not overall language, but like... So here's where the dilemma comes. Am I going to... Am I going to invalidate my feelings to validate yours? Goddamn right. Right? Yes. So like, which one's right? Which what, what? Me. 
No, I'm right. No, I'm right. Exactly. The world revolves around me and my expensive pieces of glass. Exactly. Life. That's how it goes. Oh yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. The moment. So there's there's this movement of like giving voice to the minority, right? Yeah. And I agree. Everyone should have a voice. We all do. But the moment you say, "Hey, this group says what goes," mm-hmm. you're then invalidating. Other groups. Because you make them the de facto leader. Right, yes. You're making it an absolute instead of a, just a, thing, a spectrum. A voice. So instead of making them a voice a part of a group, you make them the voice in charge of the group. Yes. Which therefore takes away from other groups. Yes. All right, I'm understanding. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, like... Just because you feel a way about it doesn't mean I have to feel the same way. I recognize that. That's why you don't bring emotion into it. It's kind of hard. It is. It's an emotionally charged subject. I mean, I think that's why we're where we're at as a species. I think we're at that point. But that's the thing. We're, we've, given, we've been given the ability to have such intelligent conversations and identify ourselves. We literally identified everything. Yeah. And, but that's where free will comes in. You get the choice to care. You get the choice not to care. You get the choice to let that affect you. Or you just let it be. Because if we continue to let everything hang us up, we don't get to chase what we really care about. See, but then at what point, like... Do you let things be? I think to the extent to where it affects me in a physical, monetarily, or mental state. But okay, but like let's say, let's say my being mm-hmm. somehow, I don't know, like. How do you know that my life or my being is affecting you? Well, that's the thing. Like, I try not to affect or offend. This is only I can only speak for me. I'm not every man on this planet. I'm not every black man on this planet. I'm not ludicrous. If I was, I'd be ludicrous. Um, I think you can only speak for yourself. You can only feel for yourself. You can only understand yourself. I can try and speak and help you. And I can be there for you. But the moment I insult you, of course I understand. Or I recognize, hey, I did something wrong. But at the same time, like, what's an insult? Whatever you identify as an insult. Well, no, I think, I think that's wrong. Because, well, like, hey, you called me a he, I'm insulted now. And then, so in today's climate, because we're thinking today's climate. That very well is an insult to somebody. What if they're transitioning? I mean, but then, like, how am I supposed to know that? I don't know you. Exactly. It's, so that's the, that's the part of the process of being a human, is having the humility to say, my apologies. I understand. But if shouldn't you, you have the same humility to not get offended? Well, that's the thing. I mean, accountability. When you're yeah, in that, I, I didn't choose for you.
So it wasn't necessarily a reconnect. It was just like, hey, I know you. We're getting right back into this. You know me. We're talking about the transgender gender the topic of an offending somebody so my point was I'm not going to get offended if someone says hey you offended me by that comment like if I say hey how's it going dude and you don't identify as a dude I fucked up in that situation well I'm just going to say okay and keep moving okay but how how is it you fucking up if you didn't know I wasn't aware. Yeah. I didn't. So take why t- is it your fault? Because I didn't take the time to be conscious of that. But okay, but okay. If you know you're in a land fine, a landmine, and you step on that, that's on you, ain't it? Why does? That, but I that's. Just, but that's. But to, I don't know that I'm in a landmine fine. But you know today's social economic climate. You know that there are people who identify. But why do I have, why do I have to go around trying to avoid eggshells if that's not my life? Because in order for us to build a better world, or a world where everybody feels included, or a world where people are recognized for who they are, or what they feel they they believe they are, sometimes... We have to tiptoe. And that's okay. Because think about it. Yeah, you got tiptoe. But does that really cause you an inconvenience to take two seconds out of your day to say, my bad, ma'am? Or does it, like, derail your whole day to start an argument? Because I'm more well, about... Well, no, like, but my point is, like... Okay, so going back to this mindfulness... Okay, okay. ...aspect, right? Yep. Which... Focuses on the idea of focus. Yes. Right. Whatever you you put your so so you only get twenty four hours in a day. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Only right. Twenty four hours. Yep. Your focus. Why do I fucking question that? Your fo- <laughs> hey, we're just making sure. We're just making sure. Hey, some days you get thirty two. Some. Well, did, hey, yeah. Did you a, see the the world was spinning faster? We lost one point six seven yeah, seconds. Yeah, I mean, it adds up, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So only twenty four hours in a day. So your focus is like a battery, right? That's why that's why sleep is so important. It's super important. It, it. We don't understand it fully yet. But sleep seems to be a key factor in our day-to-day interaction. Non-negotiable eight hours. Well, no, I don't know. There's a, a lot of debate around that. Some people say six. Some people say eight. Some people say seven. Some people say it depends on how much you did the day before. Some people say it's all on a routine. Some people say if you consistently get six hours, you only need six hours because your body gets used to it. But the point is you need sleep, right? Yep. And sleep helps helps you regenerate your body. And one of those aspects that regenerates is focus. Because focus is is finite. Yep. During your twenty four hour day. So now I have to spend some time of my focus or a portion of my focus worrying about whether or not I am being 
careful of what I address you as. But then, when I just see you for like five seconds, because I just happened to run into you at the store, and you were the only person that made eye contact with me and happened to say hi, and I said, "Hey, what's up, man?" But that's the thing. Think about it. Five seconds. See, five seconds. But then, if you make it an issue, now that five seconds turn into thirty seconds. And now I'm like, now I have to go out of my way to make sure you felt good. But think about it this way. Can we control the emotions of other people? No. Who are we in control of? Our own. So if I know I'm only in control of me. Yeah. I can't control how somebody else identifies or how they're going to react to a situation. Yeah. Is it better for me to try and change somebody's point of view or to make them feel bad about making me feel uncomfortable about this situation? That's my. That's exactly my point. But then, like, what's the execution of the point here, though? Should we not let those people feel included? Or should we just say, fuck it, we bought? I think we should... It should not matter why I think. So then it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's my, that's my point. Oh, okay, okay, they're okay. Making it, they're making it an issue when it shouldn't be an issue. Oh, is this similar to the... I was having this conversation with somebody else. Latino X. Oh, we were having this conversation. Yes, yeah. we were. Yes, yes. Because at the end of the day, nobody really cares. Yeah, I mean... But when you tell so, somebody... Yeah, tell right. so, like, so the meme is this, oh, right? Okay, the okay. meme is... I like when you say when it's the meme. Is, <laughs> what's, the meme what's the meme? <laughs> the meme is insult uh, Hispanic and they don't care. Yeah. But say or call them Latin X and they get pissed off. Yeah. And it's like, you're making your problem my problem, and I don't like that. I can respect that. Right? Like, it's not my problem you got offended. You just got offended, and you do you. Just don't bring me into this. Don't add me to your confusion. Yeah, hey, like, that's your business, I ain't got bro. shit to do with this dog. <laughs> hey, like, hey, hey. I got a job to do. I got dogs to feed. I got a wife to tend to. That's crazy. I got my sport to go into. I got my passion to find. This is true. Don't, thought, don't let me, don't drag me down in with your You home. do you. Yeah, right? Don't make it my issue. Okay, I think we're on the same page here. Yeah, no, I think we are. Because, I mean, it's just, I think, to me, it goes back to accountability. Yeah. Sure. Hey, that's your passion. Do you. You want to change language? Go ahead. Do you. But don't make me feel bad for not wanting to get on board with your passion. I'm cool with whatever you do as long as it doesn't involve me. Yeah, right? I, I, if you're happy that way, hey. Look, as long as I ain't got Have as many heart, margaritas as you have. Whoever the fuck you want. Hey, you want to eat ass? You eat ass. You want to watch major porn? You watch major porn. Midget lo- deserves to be loved. We're going to watch that. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna we? watch that. I'm not. We. I don't think dudes watch I mean, that together. <laughs> I don't care. No, I'm good. Hey, we can we can make fun of some midgets. No, that's not what we're doing. They're called small people. Respect the marriage. Uh, see, I mean, and that's the thing, bro. No, that's not debatable. <laughs> no, I think it is. That's not debatable. We're not it's, debating. Okay, so here's the, okay. Let's okay. let's go let's go back to this language thing. Okay, okay, okay. Siri here. Let me know if I can help. Such a dumbass up, Siri. <laughs> why, why are people so afraid of curse words? They're not. I mean, I think they are. I say filth, flarm, filth every day of my life. Yeah, but you're a degenerate. 
Well, how dare you? I mean, I am too. But my point, that's my point. Why do people that cur- curse are seem as degenerate people? Potentially because it's a, a sin or a bill. Why is it not professional to use curse words? Because they're words that are taboo. And when we do yeah, something that's taboo, it's, it's not the good. meaning that we give them, right? I give, the emotion that we give them. I use a lot of meaning to the word So if you allow a word to have such power over you, then that's your problem. Not my problem. And not mine. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of a tricky word. Call me a wetback if you want. But that's... what if I say a word that rhymes with trigger? That's just not. I mean, no. I think I think it's still the same thing. Like, are you saying trigger because you're trying to get me to be upset, or are you saying trigger because you really mean it? And do you really know what it means? Ooh. Right. I mean, you have people going around. Saying trigger because they think it's cool. You have oh, some triggered! People, yeah, some people say the word because they have the connection with someone. Right? Yeah. I think there's people that have friends or family that quote-unquote earn that respect. Yeah. Right? But that's all it is. It's what, the, what meaning they give to the word. It's like a bully, right? Okay. They're going to insult you as much as you, they want. Bend your mom but it, just, it all depends how you, how you interact with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Hey, you fat fuck. You can either cry about it or laugh about it. Just do your thing. Yeah, right? I love Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just call it a- right, exactly, right? <laughs> you, can't be, you can't go around worrying about what people think. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that limits your happiness. Okay. Because, like you said, how are you really gonna try to change someone's mind? No, not at all. Fuck no. You never will. Mind my, my business. You can't change unless you want to change. I'm not trying to change. And if nobody. you don't care, why would you change? Exactly. So we're moving into the last serious topic. This is a big one. Mm-hmm. We are not taught how to grieve. Yes. Uh, I think this is a... I think it's a real serious topic. Mm-hmm. But when, according to the Lost Files, um, you're mentioning that we grieve every day, and grief is not just tied to death. Mm-hmm. But also, I use a really good example. You said we have coworkers, and then if a coworker decides to go get another job... Then we grieve the loss of that change in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. So I think, I think, right now in the culture that we live in, um, grieve is tied to death. Yes. Right. Immediately. And I think with good reason because death is finite. Like it's it is. It's death one of the absolutes. Death. Yeah. There you go. It's an absolute. Right? So it's like an extreme version of a loss. Yep. Right? But it's the one that we all figure when we tie griefing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's like the one that we all can relate to. But at the same time, like, we, we, we as animals are habituary. Right? We, we pretty much become what our habits are. 
Every day. That's our all routine. Our routine. That's what we are. Yeah. If you try, if you want to change an aspect of your life, you have to change your routine. You have to do things that you've never done to achieve things that you've never achieved. That sounds like a good ass quote. I mean, it is what it is, right? Okay. So the thing is, but by not recognizing that grief can be any aspect of our life, yeah, or can be experienced with every aspect of our life, it limits us in coping with our change with life changes but the thing is how are you taught to grieve when we don't even accept the largest form of grief in our life what is it that's death well so okay so here's here's my theory okay i think it all starts in childhood right mm-hmm. it, it it depends how or it differs how your parents teach you to cope with daily stressors but then that leads to the next point which is parents don't teach us how to deal with that well yeah because they don't know how because when it comes to death my earliest form was oh my gosh modello sponsor us modello <laughs> drink responsibly exactly <laughs> stay thirsty my friends not our friends um i lost my grandmother in sixth grade that was like the craziest time and it's weird because I'm this little, like, 11-year-old. I was a large child. I'm this 11-year-old, and I saw my father cry for the first time in my life. I saw grown men who had been around my life for the entirety never cry, cry that day. And you had to learn, I had to learn to just step up and just say, okay, this happened. Let's have a speech. Gave a speech. Did whatever. Don't care. And now my attachment or relationship with death is to immediately detach from it. To say, okay, somebody has to step up and deal with this. Yeah. So, how can some people or parents who have no idea how to properly cope with death teach children how to cope with death? Or how to deal with daily stressors? It goes, <laughs> it goes back to mindfulness. So, the idea of mindfulness is... Practicing self-awareness. And it all starts with as little as, oh, that light is bright. Damn sure. Right? Like, I mean, look at that light. It's white. It's bright. If I stare long enough, it kind of hurts my eyes. I got a better credit score than me. Hey, probably. Damn sure. Damn. That's rough, right? Something in the heart. Hey, that's a limitation. So do you really have a... Free will, if you have to care about credit score? I don't know, but I'm going to agree with the loss of my credit score for this, though. Hey, that's tough, though. Damn, I'm glad how we bring full circle every context. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, I don't think people realize that everything is tied. Well, what is it? Tyler, the creator, he's one of my favorite artists. He, I, I, I do references in music. He said everything is a point of reference. You learn and you think and you act in forms of re- not porn, but forms of references that you know. Yeah, I mean, I see. See, here's the thing, people. There's this like movement of idea that you're not your past, or you know, your past doesn't define you, or every day is a new day kind of thing, and they're all they're all intertwined together. Like you are your past, but you're also your future, and you're also your present. Like all of those things can be true simultaneously. Yes. Look, like take for instance a murderer. 
right? Yeah. Someone that murdered someone, like, it is very possible that that person changed. The butler did it, yes. Yeah, right? And then if that person changed, it doesn't mean that they were never a murderer. It just or means they never they had the idea. Yeah, it just means it happened, and now they're someone else. Or maybe they're the same person. Yeah. But we all... All, we all are an accumulation of our experiences. I like that. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, it sucks because, like, it's hard for, like, a rape victim to admit that that rape impacted their life. Because, I mean, I'm sure that's a very extremely vulnerable situation it's, that it's no one should go through. But it doesn't that. change the fact that it happened. And the thing is, as, as children... We are not taught that, hey, it's okay for to go through hard things. We're taught that everything's going to be okay. We're, th- we're taught that everything's going to be okay, that at the end of the day, you're going to have a dog and a, a, house. And a partner and, and three a kids, a house, and that you're going to have an amazing job. and Everything's going to be cool. And, and you're going to be traveling all over the place, and then you can do whatever you want. And then you hit your 20s and shit hits the fan. Right, and, and that, yeah, and it's a reality check. And I think we're at a good point where we're realizing this and more people are starting to become aware. And I think people are starting to practice mindfulness without knowing that it's mindfulness. But I think people really started practicing mindfulness during the pandemic. Uh, Yeah. Once you, because for me, I didn't really kick off this until the pandemic. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like as, as much bad as the pandemic brought, it is also bringing out a lot of good. Yep. And the thing is, controversy sells, so people aren't realizing how much good the pandemic brought. It brought crazy shit, too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of crazy shit. It's, but it's also brought us to, like, a point to where, like, people we're realizing that want. we shouldn't be attached to our phones. Or our job. Or anything. Just do what you want to do anyways. It's going to work out. Or it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, right? And, and the thing is, it's all about trying. I think we're afraid to try, but this forced us to try. I think it forced us to realize that we have the wrong perspective of life. And it's given us a step towards the right. Or at least trying to figure out what might be the right. It's, it's putting pressure onto our lives. That, and that pressure is allowing us to recognize there's, something, there's some change that needs to happen. Right, and I think that's that's the good that the pandemic brought. Yeah, I mean, and uh, on top of like medicine, and I mean things like the controversy of the politicians, Ooh. right? Like, there's people out there pushing for medicine to be used, whether or not it's helpful for the society or not. Yeah, right. There were a lot of people that were against the vaccine mandate that were kicked off of Twitter or other platforms. Because allegedly they were wrong, but turns out that they weren't wrong, that they were right. That this vaccine was pushed way too fast for production. And there are side effects that we didn't want to recognize or uh, the leaders did not want to recognize or admit to just for the profit. Right? That's why all these companies that give or donate money to politicians have so much power right it all it all it all ties and at the end of the day the only people that are at loss are the community because then who do we trust 
they tell you to trust the science or the experts but at the same time the experts are being paid off to push a narrative and it's like who do you really trust at the end of the day not somebody getting paid to pay a narrative i know right like but then i'm dumb for not listening to the experts it's just you do what you gotta do do you have free will do you, are you taught to learn how to grieve with the loss of not having free will? Right. And then it goes down to like, you know, <laughs> did you find your passion? And is a passion necessary? I think it is. I think a passion is necessary. It gives you a good distraction. But what do you have to be distracted about? Not thinking about the world and the state of it. I'm telling you right now, when I pick up that camera for those two hours, those are the best two hours of my life. Are they? Yeah, dude. Hi, cat. Hi, babe. See, and I don't have that. So yeah, I, can't, you do. I can't relate to that. Your distraction just walk through the door. No, that's my life. That's not my distraction. You're right. You're right. Life and wife. Those coincide. It's okay, babe. I mean, yeah, and, and that's the thing. I, like, that's something I think people don't realize what marriage means anymore. You got that big dog. I mean, in the sense, like... Uh, why the divorce rate is so high. Divorce rate is crazy. Because I think people don't want... They they try to achieve marriage. Hey, baby. You want to bring Rizzo in the video? No, I think she's just excited. Hi, Rizzo. <laughs> people don't, people don't want to accept that. Oh, snap. Oh, no. People want marriage because they are trying to achieve some sort of happiness. The American dream. Some sort of like fulfillment. But the reality is that you're not fulfilled until you seek that fulfillment within yourself. Because no other person can bring that out of you. Yeah, because I mean, death is such a huge reality. It's inevitable. Right? That's why people get so lost in grief. Because they, their happiness depended on this person so much and now they're gone. that once they're gone, they don't know what to do. But I don't think it should be that way. I think death should be a celebration. Yeah. I mean, one of my biggest fears, and I don't know if it's still a fear at this point, but for a long time, I feared that I wouldn't cry at my parents' funeral. Right? I mean... Crying at a funeral seems like the right thing to do. But is it the thing that you need to do? Well, I mean, what if I don't need it? Is that okay? But does that take... Does that mean I don't? I didn't love my parents? It doesn't distinguish from the love that you felt for them. Well, I mean, does it? Some no. people think it does. But do you live for other people or do you live for no, yourself? No, but see, but that's my point. Some people think that that's what they need to do or what, that, that, what they should do. So when they don't, they're like, well, what's wrong with me? Oh, what's deficient? Yeah. What's right? broken on the inside. Yeah, yeah, right? But instead instead of seeing it I, like that's just the way it is. This is how I'm coping. This is how I see life. It's they like, no, something there's something broken. wrong with me because I'm not crying at the person I love uh, funeral. I think it's it's kind of it's kind of this. 
You only get to live for yourself. You only get to make those decisions for yourself. Yeah. And you only get to assign meaning for yourself. Um, that being said, you get to assign what you grieve about. Because if something doesn't affect you and you don't really think about it, are you really grieving it? Well, I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't think you decide what to grieve about. True. Because then that becomes a matter of are you in denial or not? Okay, okay. You get to recognize what you're grieving about. Yeah. There we go. Okay, okay. Good correction. But at, at that point, it's like... It goes on to support my claim that grief is in every aspect of our life but how is it to recognize every aspect because isn't that an emotion or mentally physically draining no to recognize every aspect of grief in your life I think it's not because it then gives you the opportunity to let go I think we need to add dogs I, she's already in here she's so cute but so I okay, so I know it sounds draining. Yes. Right? It sounds draining because like who wants to go around moping about everything? Not like, I. No, right? I want to pet Rosie. But my point is, is that you don't have to. It's something you get to do. And if you choose not to do it, know that there's gonna be repercussion. Not because you want to, but because that's just how our brain works. But you're saying we don't even have the ability to recognize that we're not yes. choosing. Oh, okay, okay, yes, okay. Because okay. that's just how our society is at the point. Because we're just so focused on getting to the Anything. Next we're so focused on everything but ourselves. True. Why? Because we're fed, fed all this controversy, all this war. And like, I mean, all those things are important, sure, to some extent. But at the end of the day, your life is dictated by you. True. You I make think. those choices. Yeah, I mean, it's... I'll take it back to mindfulness. You, your life ends up being what you choose to do. It's what you true. choose to focus on. I focus on Rizzo. Yeah, see? And she brings you happiness. She really does. I want a small dog. Okay. Well, that was... Are we taught how to grieve? The answer is no. The solutions... Do you have any solutions for this? Education. Education how? Oh, that's a good question because now it goes into our education system sucks. Oh no, let's not get into that road tonight. That's for our next episode. That's like the next episode. I, I mean, education is how civilizations were founded. For the short term though, I'd probably recommend therapy, reading, I mean, yeah, education. Uh, I mean, you you won't find out about mindfulness unless you go out of your way to look for it. You know what's crazy? The the book, um, Atomic Habits, that I'm reading right now, it speaks about mindfulness. Yeah. So when you talked about that, it made me really happy. It was talking about recognizing the habits in your life, whether yeah. they're good or bad. Yeah. You I mean, the thing attention. is, so I, like, I'll give you my, my experience. And now that you brought it up, it, I found about mindfulness through therapy. You went to? Yeah. I've been to therapy as well. Yeah, I've been to a few sessions. And there's good aspects. and I There's think, bad aspects, too. I think there's too. bad aspects, too. 
And that's just how our society is. And but it's actually very helpful to go. Yes, I think like everything else, it has its good and its pros and cons, and it just all depends on how you use them. Just like guns, definitely. Guns have pros and cons. I got that Glock. Guns that shoot themselves. Got that ninety. I got that Rizzo AK. That Rizzo AK ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not handle it too much. I think therapy is definitely one of those things that we as men don't talk about, but it's definitely much needed. Uh, afterwards, I used I, I used to be a very like, I'm not gonna tell anybody anything. Yeah. I'm just gonna deal with it myself. Yeah. And then after therapy, I learned, just communicate. Yeah, I mean communication is the biggest tool in life. It's like that's why our mouths are a part of us. Yeah, I mean I I think that's why we develop language. And and that's the thing, right? Like. Language is so delicate because it's open to interpretation. Yes. I could say, fuck you, ho. But you could take it as a friendly fuck you, ho. Or like a really bad, like. They just mad because I got that glass. I got that glass. I got them lenses. Right? Life is open to interpretation. Exactly. It's very delicate, but language is necessary for us to communicate. You know what I'm excited about? What? Neuralink. Ooh, so I just saw, read an article. The head scientist on Neuralink just left. Why? Uh, he just said he's going to bigger and better opportunities. I feel, I feel like they've reached a limitation. My only problem with that is because a Tesla owner recently went to a Tesla dealership. He had the battery installed on his Tesla as the Model Y that gave him... Okay, there you go. I know. You see... Somehow the world's gonna get to me and be so wonderful. Love our car. All right, three, two, one, back to it. So yes, the uh, Tesla model, he went from a 90 mile to 60 mile. This is via Louis V. Rossman. He fixes iPhones and computers everywhere. Okay. Um, So yeah, and then they fixed his car, quote unquote, via an update for Tesla that locked him back to a 60, even though Tesla messed up and installed the 90 battery on his car. So he went in for a routine checkup and ended up getting lost. But that's the thing. Mistakes happen on Tesla's end. Yeah. But they took him from a 90 to a 60, even though that's something that they did. So can't they just change it back? Exactly. But they chose not to. Why? He went through Tesla. He tried to get help. He did everything he could. Tesla said, no. I don't care if this is installing Tesla. I drive a Toyota Corolla. Fuck off. Anyways, I said what I said, baby. Anyways, actually, I kind of want Tesla, though. Maybe when this takes off, I'll get a Tessie. Anyways, my only thing with Neuralink is, what happens if an uplink happens? Because I work with computers. Um, updates happens all the time. And sometimes updates aren't perfect. And when updates aren't perfect, things shut down. And yeah, things lock glitches. up. Yeah, but a glitch of my brain is not a glitch I want to happen. No, I mean, I think... I think species are ever-evolving, right? Always. I think that's just the next step as a society that we're going to take. Really? A version of it. Ready Player One. Whatever it is. I mean, just as there's already VR. I love VR. And it's exponentially growing. Way cool, too. Right? I mean, that could be a version of Neuralink. Well, it'll be fine. Because, like, let's say 
in the VR, you're implementing a system that allows you to speak to someone regardless of the language they speak. But to counteract that, what if they also control the, the ability to control will? So then do you even really have the ability to have free will? I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on the software. See, that's my whole thing. I'm all about tech. But the thing, the, the, I mean, the thing about the VR is that you can turn it off at any point. But can you turn a chip that's inside your brain off? Not without the help of a surgeon at this point. At this point, at this point. I mean, yeah, that's, I, it, you, you're raising good questions, but like... I think it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah, that's... that's the, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Just like phones. Just like any piece of technology. But people are going to freak out about it at first. Yeah. People freaked out about cars. They freaked out about computers. They freaked out about the newspaper. They freaked out about microphones. Boats. They called people who recorded things witches. Yeah. Burn them motherfuckers. Who's not going to burn Rachel Joe? We're not going to burn Rachel Joe. Don't you lick me. Oh my God. I have a girlfriend. Stop. <laughs> okay. Well, those are the serious topics that we have. And now we're going to dive into the lighter topics. It's just two. Uh, thank you for sticking with us if you have sticked. Alright, so now we're going to dive into Apex's new character. I don't really play so Apex. Funny. I play with this fool, Valu. You haven't even played with me. I haven't played with him in like, what, like six months? Probably four. I don't know. You, you turn it on and then that was it. I'm bad. I'm bad at the game. I like Pokemon, Minecraft. I like things that are competitive. But I'm actually kind of cold. Alright, let's talk about Apex's new character. That's cool. Who's the new character? I don't know nothing about him. Vantage. Vantage? What does Vantage do? Does he like snipe people? That sounds like sniping. She is. Is she a sniper? Because yeah, it yes. thinks Vantage Point. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so her whole, her ultimate is, is a sniper. Which is cool because, you know, like, it's a, Apex is a battle royale. Yep. And just like every battle royale, you carry two weapons. Yep. Right? Well, the thing about Vantage is that her ultimate is a sniper. So she carries three, technically. So technically, she carries three. Ooh. And I don't know. I just like the, the new dynamic of the, what she brings to the table. Are you a sniper class? I'm not. I actually thought I was... I used to be really bad at sniper. Yeah, like what? Call of Duty? Or even in Apex. Whoa. Up until... I mean, I've had my moments, but now it seems like... I she's my new main. You know, I feel like I want to hop on Apex with you, but you keep saying that. But hey, man, I actually have time now. I actually have time. I don't work three jobs anymore. So. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, man, I'm still waiting. Hey, we here. We I'm here. not. Hey, that door will never close. We can we can rock it tomorrow if you want. Whenever. Wait, is tomorrow family day or? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I will. I, I'm gonna go watch the Super Bowl movie. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball. I really want to go with that. You let me know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm aiming for 7, so... PM? Yeah, I got time. Yeah. I'm only going to a museum and shooting things tomorrow, so... But yeah, I mean, I think... Dude, okay, so I think gaming is pushing the VR. Oh, definitely. And I think Ready Player One is, like... I just need a new Nintendo Dogs. That's all I care about. If they have a Ready Player One and they have a Nintendo Dog, sweet. I'm going to the Nintendo Dogs. I want the Rottweiler. You already have a dog. I want the Rottweiler too. 
But like, but I want man, three dogs. What is she gonna do? She's gonna be in there with me. You think I'm gonna leave my dog with me? I'm not some monster. She's you gonna get a VR. Create headset. a version of her. Yeah, no, I'm gonna put a VR headset on my dog. She's gonna play with me. But they don't have the ability to interact. They're Labradors. They'll find a way. They're smart. Zuko's smart. This bitch smart. And so is Rizzo. Until you resilient, she's so cute. Oh my gosh, you were just the fluffiest. Don't put your face in my mouth. You're just the cutest dog, aren't you? Rizzo's so nice. Okay, so that was Apex. We were talking about Vantage. The last topic that we had to talk about is the new Saints Row game in the state of sandbox games. So before we talk in the Saints Row, have you ever played any sandbox like video games like Grand Theft Auto? I've only heard of them. Um, oh, oh, yes. Okay, so like, is that okay? Hold on, is that what that is? A sandbox game? So a sandbox game, yeah. What is that? It drops you into a world, and you can do whatever you want there to an extent. Okay. So prototype one, two, Grand Theft Auto, Saints Row, Minecraft, things like that. Okay. Any game that you have you ever played any games like that? Yeah, I played Minecraft. Okay. Grand Theft Auto. You play five? Grand Theft Auto five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Who'd you pick at the end to save, or did you kill both? I don't really remember. What? You don't remember? Everyone remembers that choice. I don't remember. I always made the choice to say both because I like Trevor and Michael. I probably did that too. Oh, uh, makes sense. I don't know. So, Saints Row the 4th. Actually, no, this is the new Saints Row. It's a remake of the 4th. Um, we don't even have to do this as a state of sandbox. We could talk about just the state of gaming. It seems like there's a lot of remakes on the horizon. How do you feel about that? Controversy sells. Controversy. <laughs> that's not even controversy. That's like the price of nostalgia. Does nostalgia have a price tag? Yeah, it yes, does. Yes. I mean, yeah. And it seems like that price tag is $39.99. But, I mean, I don't see anything. Uh, well, so here's the thing. I don't see anything wrong with remakes as long as it's actually getting better. Okay. So, like, if you are providing a better version and a valuable version, sure, why not? Yeah. But... If you're really just providing the same product, just on a different it, console, yeah, like it's, it's not a, worth it. Yeah, Makes that's sense. why I think VR is really good because all it's new. changing the whole experience. Ooh, what if you get to play a Pokemon, but in VR? That'd be cool. Like instead of like the the Let's Go Eevee Pokeball, you actually get to throw it in VR. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel crazy. like at this point, all the Pokemon games are becoming redundant. Hey, that's okay. Look, I'm buying Scarlet. I don't care. I, I want to, but only if it seems different. Look, every other year, Pokemon and Game Freak, they own that sixty four ninety five that's coming out of my paycheck. And that's okay, because I know what I'm getting into. Okay. The only one that I never played through was Ultra Sun. I just couldn't do it. Way too many goddamn cutscenes. I found that game at UTA. No. How'd you find Ultra Sun? It was just laying in one of my classrooms. It was not. Wait, in what? In one of my classrooms. And you took it? Yeah. No, you didn't. Why not? You know what's crazy? That's how I found Black in the... Finders Keepers. I found Black in high school. That's how I found it. I think I found Black, too. I think so, too. Or my brother found it. Was it at Bowie? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I found mine at Bowie. So I don't know whoever copy that was. But thank you, because I didn't have $39.99. Dumbass. 
Hey man, you leave your game, you leave your game. Yeah, bro. I saw it and I was like, huh, I'm surprised no one has taken this. Maybe they knew it sucked. <laughs> Probably. I don't care if they, like, controversy sells. I mean, controversy sells because attention. That's true. Well, hey, we're here to sell controversy. I'm Jay. I'm Eric. We're signing out. Bye. Peace. Bye.